Well, he is the play-by-play -play man of the Alouettes on TSN 690 Montreal Radio, and we're certainly lucky to get him just minutes before kickoff. Thanks for joining us, Sean Campbell. No problem. For you guys, anytime. Hey, Sean, three wins in the last four for the Owls, and then the bye week. Uh, I got to ask you, is that a good thing, or is that bad timing with that week off? Look, I had a chance to catch up with some of the players on their bye week, and I had uh, uh, Wes Sutton last week on our show, the Owls this week, and I asked that very same question. You ask any professional football player in the middle of the season if they could get a week off, it's a good thing. Football is a tough sport. Even if you're coming off a win, you want to build momentum. Time off heals the body, heals all wounds. The Owls are getting a little bit healthier. They're going to get their uh, rookie that they picked in the draft, Tyrell Richards. He's going to be back in the lineup. Uh, Will Stanback, not yet, but possibly in the next week or two. Wow. That could change the dynamic of the division. Uh, we'll see uh, as that news will maybe come in next month. But any time you can take a little bit of time to heal the body, I think that's good for any football team or player. Sean, the Alouettes are 0-2 coming off buys in the first two buys. Is there any word or any difference in the, uh, the approach to the bye week this time around? I don't know if there's any difference to the approach. I still think, you know, Danny Machocha uh, trying to put in his, uh, you know, stamp as the head coach. Uh, Anthony Calvillo is the play caller, trying to put his stamp on. And defensively, Noel Thorpe coming in for Baron Miles. I just think the bye weeks just give them a little bit more time. They had an early bye week. This is the second one with this group of coaches. So I think that they're they're itching to get back on the field. Like you said, they came off a win. They're feeling good about themselves. This is the last game of a four straight, a person Molson Stadium over a six week span. The Owls have not touched the road in a long, long time. Uh, so they want to send off, they want to head off on the road on a good note. So I think that they're in, mentally in a very good spot right now. Sean, the, there's no doubt that the players aren't going to need any special juice to get jacked up for this one. Uh, everyone knows what's on the line. Um, I'm looking at a, a position group that has a few a few new faces, uh, some old faces. I, I just want you to talk a little bit about the defensive line because to me it's very intriguing, the Montreal defensive line, and, and they seem to be playing very well as of late, both uh, shutting down the run and getting after the quarterback and adding a few faces who had been there before um what's that going to look like tonight yeah you know what it it seems that every week the defensive line looks a little bit different uh but they're feeling good and you know the defensive line under Noel Thorpe plays a little bit of a different role a lot of uh blitz packages coming from the linebacker so it's almost like you're a distraction piece but they get Jamal Davis back who is out with the Chargers uh, training camp from the NFL they are excited for him he is a specimen. We'll see what he'll be able to do in his first game back with the Alouettes. Uh, he signed a commitment two years to be with the team. Thomas Costigan in that trade from Edmonton in his first game uh, a couple weeks ago, he had the sack and the force fumble. Uh, Danny Machocha loves this player. Noel Thorpe loves this player. He's played there before. So these are the newcomers or the guys coming back. And then you still have uh, Mustafa Johnson, who made such a big impact last week with the safety and another sack, so two sacks in his Al's uh, starting at debut. Uh, they still have Nick Usher. They still have the veteran Almondo Sewell. I mean, they have what, whatever kind of defensive lineman you want, they have on this line. 
Yeah, Mustafa also had another sack called back last week, didn't he? And or two weeks yes. ago, didn't he? Uh, Jamal Davis, you mentioned him. He he only played nine games last year and and played well enough to get an NFL tryout. So certainly someone to watch for. Um, you mentioned Wesley Sutton earlier. Leads the Montreal defense in defensive plays, uh, going against the top targeted receiver in the CFL, Tim White. What what do you expect from that matchup? It'll be challenging. I think that, you know, when you're playing football and you know the ball is going to be coming your way, you have to be careful because West Sutton earlier this year had gotten in trouble for some pass interferences. Uh, Owls fans were saying he had three big pass interferences in one game. Oh, you should cut him, get rid of him. No, the Owls stuck with him, and he has turned into be one of their best defensive players. Uh, he gets in on the blitz. He gets in on any single play. He loves getting this number called from Noel Thorpe, but he is very good in coverage as well, and he's picked up a couple of INTs, so he is a guy that you have to watch out for, but I know as a defensive back, when it's either if it's uh, Tim White or Dunbar, both guys have been targeted over a hundred times this year. Uh, if you're covering them, you know the ball is probably coming their way. You know what, Sean? Seven different players have picked off passes for Montreal, which has to be close to a league high. But there's certainly a big loss this evening at the safety position for the Owls. Yeah, no Marc-Antoine Ducroix. He's on the one-game injured list. And even their backup safety, uh, Zach Lindley, who has been an outstanding special teamer, he's out. So they're going to turn to Mr. Versatile, Tyrese Beverett. Uh, He's going to be playing safety tonight. Look, he played middle linebacker, outside linebacker when the Owls were going through their injuries with Chris Hackey, and then they picked up Mika Alwe. Tyrell Richards got hurt. Uh, It's it's Tyrese Beverett, and every time he's gotten in the lineup, he's been uh, kind of took that position. It was hard to take him out. So I actually have a lot of faith in him playing the safety position in this game tonight you know at the Alouettes I mean like everyone else in the league you're kind of watching what the other teams are doing especially when it's related with the East Division Uh, any comment from the Alouettes players this week about what happened last weekend when they beat Winnipeg when the Tiger Cats beat Winnipeg uh, not much uh, comment. I think they, they realize that the Ticats are a team that's trying to figure it out. They missed their quarterbacks, right? They missed Dane Evans. It was very apparent with the way that he played. So I think it just kind of perked them up a little bit and said, all right, there's two teams that have beat the Blue Bombers this year, the Alouettes and Ticats, and they're going to do battle tonight. And maybe that's how they feel because maybe both teams still feels that they could get, if they go on a bit of a run at the right time, they can meet a possible Blue Bomber in the Grey Cup. And then you know that you have that victory under your belt from the regular season to put doubt in their mind. So this is a big one. It's got a little bit of playoff feel. I know that there's still a few weeks left, but it is right now the Owls and Ticats with the tiebreaker on the line and the possibility to be all tied up at five wins on the season, I, I kind of feel like this has playoff implications. You got to believe that the battle of the trenches will be important both in the run game and the protecting the quarterback. Uh, over the past two games against versus Hamilton and Montreal, uh, seven to one in sacks for Hamilton. What has the offensive line of Montreal? Have they made any changes person personnel wise or scheme wise or what? Uh, how are they going to combat the the uh, the pressure for the from the Ticats? Yeah, I think you'll see a little bit of extra protection if uh, Jeshwan Antwi's in. It's a really good blocker at running back. And they have made it a personnel change. The left guard, uh, they've taken out Philip Gagnon, and it will be uh, Pierre-Olivier Lestage, uh, who joined the team midseason after being cut uh, from the Seahawks. 
and it's taken him a little bit of time. He's been dressing. He's been part of the six offensive line, the jumbo package, but he's getting the start at left guard uh, tonight. Uh, so a little bit of a change on the offensive line. So you'll see that uh, they'll bring in extra offensive linemen. They'll keep their running backs uh, to help with the pass protection to give Trevor Harris just a little bit more time. Sean, the much-talked-about horns will be blowing tonight, and I certainly feel like we're in for, a, as you said earlier, a playoff atmosphere contest. Thank you for checking in. Anytime, guys.